0: Hello, this is Pastor Mike Agnew, and welcome to St. Paul's United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church located at 531 West Main Street in Cherokee, Iowa. Our uh, Sunday school is on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock, and then our worship service is at ten ten a.m. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go to our website, www.cherokeemethodist.com. Now, today, we are beginning a new series of sermons in which we are going to talk about a subject that, quite frankly, none of us like to think about. The sermon series is called Making Sense of Death. Death is a subject that none of us really want to think about. We'd rather delay thinking about this whenever possible, and yet it's a subject that is inevitable. We can't ignore it forever. Now, our culture that we live in does a great job of keeping death away from us as much as possible. And yet, even though we do this, we cannot avoid the subject. It is inevitable. If you live long enough, you are going to experience or deal with the, lo- the death of loved ones or friends um, or you know people that you know. It, it's just a way that it is. Now, in this four-part sermon series, we're going to be taking a look at death from different angles. So today, we're going to be taking a look at why it is that we fear death. What are some of those reasons that we fear it? Then, in the next week, we are going to take a look at what Jews and Christians have believed about life after death through the time, through through history, Then in the third week, we'll take a look at how it is that we can continue living our lives when we have experienced the death of a loved one. And then finally, we'll take a look at how the reality of death should inform how we live our lives on a daily basis. So today, we're going to focus on why it is that we fear death, uh, both as individuals and as a culture. First of all, it should be obvious to say that we do. We fear death. There may be some individuals who don't, but in general, uh, individually and as a culture, we fear death and we try to avoid it whenever possible. We try to delay death and we try to even delay the signs of aging whenever possible. And so in our culture, youth is highly valued. Youth and the energy and the invincibility that comes with youth are highly valued. But the wisdom And knowledge that comes with old age, not so much. That's not true everywhere. There are many cultures in which uh, old age is considered a blessing and it is to be accentuated, uh, but not here. In our culture, old age is something to be delayed and avoided at all costs. And so we buy all kinds of products to make us look younger than we really are because we wouldn't want people to know we're actually aging. And then death itself is delayed whenever possible. You know, we have all kinds of health fads and diets and things that we do. We, we want to exercise and we want to eat healthy. And let me tell you something, those are wonderful things. Exercising and eating healthy can prolong our life. And it can enable us to live healthier lives and feel better. So those are things that are absolutely things that we should do. But oftentimes these become things that, you know, the message that we get is that we are guaranteed that if we do these things, we will have long, healthy lives and that we will not get sick. And that's just simply not true. Now, those kinds of activities can make it more likely that we may live longer and have healthier lives, but it doesn't guarantee it. And so, you know, we try to delay death whenever possible and You know, the question is, when is it time to have a healthy death? These are questions that, as I said, we we don't want to deal with. And we're not going to get into these right now, but I think that the reason why we don't like to talk about death is because we fear it. And there are a number of different reasons why we might fear death. So I want to go over a few of them with you. First of all, there's the obvious reason. And that is that we fear death because we're not sure what it's going to be like. You know, is it going to be a painful experience? Is it going to be a relatively peaceful experience? If you've lived long enough, then you know people who have died either from an accident or uh, because, you know, failing health. And maybe some people die in a peaceful state and others do not. And so we worry, what's death going to feel like? You know, those those are very valid questions. And so we fear death partially because we're not sure what it's going to feel like. We can also fear death because, quite frankly, we're not ready. We're not ready because this life is pretty good. This life is pretty good and we're not ready. You know, and even if this life isn't very good, the fear of the unknown can be very paralyzing and so even if our life isn't the greatest at least we know what it is but we the fear of the unknown we don't know what death is like we don't know exactly what's going to happen you know what happens right at the moment of death what comes next and all these other steps along the way these are things that we we just don't know we don't know how to answer and so you know fear of the unknown fear because of you know quite frankly we don't want it we we are enjoying this life we also fear death because sometimes we doubt. What if everything that we've believed is wrong? What if God isn't so loving and forgiving? What if what if there is no life after death and when I die I am just cease to exist? These are questions that you might think are not safe to ask or these doubts might be things that we feel are not safe to bring up in church, but let me tell you these questions are welcome at our church. And if most people are honest with themselves, there are times in their life when they have these kinds of questions and doubts. And death can be really scary if we think about that. So there are a lot of times when we fear death. There are a lot of reasons, I should say. One of the reasons is fear of judgment. You know, what if what if God is, or I should say, what if we're not ready for God? We are all acutely aware of our sins and our failures. What if God is not as loving as we think? What if we're not sure what will happen to us? What if the idea of encountering God fills you with fear rather than joy? Well, in our scripture reading today, 1 Corinthians 15, 50 through 58, Paul writes about the resurrection of the body and the sting of death. We'll come across this scripture more than once in this series. But what is the sting of death? Well, Paul actually just comes out and plainly says what the sting of death is for him. He says the sting of death is sin. And that goes right along with the judgment of God, right? Sin separates us from God. And and the Bible teaches that at the end of the age, there'll be a resurrection of everyone from the dead. Some to reward and some to punishment. And so the sting of death or sin is that it separates us from God. And so that is the, what Paul considers the sting of death, right? The judgment of God. And in fact, in the Bible, sin is seen as the cause of death in the first place. So just as we were made from the earth, so we will return from the earth. And so you know, those who are condemned or face punishment after death are said to be separated from God. So condemnation and separation from God, that's the sting of death for Paul. But Paul says there is a reason to hope. Paul is not writing to discourage by no means. He's writing to encourage us. And so he writes about this resurrection at the end of the age and the judgment of God is a good thing something we can believe in because it happened to Jesus already. And Paul explains that when we all die, we will be changed. The dead in Christ will rise with new bodies, and those alive at the time will also be changed, and we'll have bodies that will not decay. We'll have eternal bodies, different and yet similar to what we have now. And so Paul is writing basically that if we will be raised with bodies that will not wear out or die, then what of death? Death didn't accomplish anything. We not only live again, but our bodies are unaffected. And this is why Paul links the general resurrection with victory over death. Now, generally, as Christians, we see victory over death as something that's already been won. It's already been won through Jesus' death on the cross and resurrection from the dead. But nonetheless, death seems like a very real reality for us, doesn't it? It's all around us. We still face it. But death itself will eventually be shown to be powerless at the end of the age. That's why that Paul says that when the rotting body has been clothed in what cannot decay, then we can truly say, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Because we know that this will happen. It's okay for us to declare victory a little early, I think. And Paul tells us that this victory is given to us through Jesus Christ. We can be forgiven of sin. We no longer have to live in it. And victory over sin is victory over death. And it's all accomplished through God's grace. So there are a lot of reasons we fear death, certainly. And we haven't gotten to every one of these. We'll get to some of the other ones in the next few sermons, but... Nonetheless, I think it's something that we all probably fear, somewhat. But ultimately, we know that because God loves us, death has been defeated. Death's sting has been taken care of through the cross and the empty tomb. Thanks be to God. Amen. God bless and have a great week.